You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Hello, we have a very special surprise for you today, which is a brand new Mamma Mia podcast called The Undone. The hosts are Lucy Neville and Emily Vernon, who you would have heard on the podcast just a week ago. And this podcast is about women in their 20s. It's not only for women in their 20s. It is very pervy. As a woman who is uh, quickly nearing 30, I have been very, very interested in what they have to say. It's about dating and politics and air fryers and relationships with families and friendships. It's about all those things that make up that very messy decade of your life. So Give it a listen. We are dropping it in the feed. If you love what you hear, then go and subscribe to The Undone in your podcast app. Leave a nice little review. We like that. We are nice to stroke the ego a little bit. But go and follow it, The Undone. I will hand you over to Emily and Lucy. This episode of The Undone is brought to you by the all-new Toyota Yaris Cross with everything you need for wherever 2020 is taking you. Your 20s are? A shit show. <laughs> All grown up now. Confusing. Wild. Adventurous. Irresponsible. Unpredictable. Let's be honest, when you're in your 20s, everything feels pretty complicated. Which is where we come in. Welcome to The Undone, Mamma Mia's new podcast for people in their 20s so we are just navigating the world like us without a GPS. My name's Lucy, I'm 24 chronically single and I work at Mamma Mia as an executive assistant. My name is Emily. I'm also 24, also chronically single, more single than Lucy, I'd have to say. And I work in the social media team here at Mamma Mia as well. How can you be more single than me? I don't think it's possible. I think because I've never made it to second date standard. Well, you've had many second dates. I'm still pushing. I'm getting there though. And The Undone is a weekly podcast where we talk about everything from friendship, love, sex, dating, personal politics, and sometimes air fries. Air fries is a big one. So every week, we're just going to be talking about the biggest issues that are happening in our world right now that we feel like our generation are talking about. We'll also be sharing some personal information, especially in our dating lives. And we'll also be having some people on to share their dating lives as well. On the show today, we are going to be talking about long-term relationships in your 20s, the pros, the cons, and if we think you should be in one. And then we're going to cover what happens when a date turns out to have a fetish for your heritage. Yay. I wonder who that's about. (laughs) But before we get into all of that, let us introduce ourselves. So, Luz, hit me with a fun fact about yourself. I have the best fun fact ever. You know when you're in like a a school situation or a new social group and they're like, let's all go around and share a fun fact. I hate – they even do it at uni. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm always ready because I was born on a leap year. I'm very, very rare. That is such a cool fun fact. Yeah. So 29th of February, I'm six years old. Um, I'm very single, chronically, in fact, but actively dating, pretty frequent flyer of the ghosting committee. Um, I also am partial to a bit of a ghost myself, which isn't – I'm working on it, you know. Um, And I make music. So I make electronic music, play some guitar. Okay, you just sound way cooler than me. Off you go. Well, no, now I don't want to. (laughs) What's your fun fact? My fun fact, okay, this is the fun fact that I've been using since year two. Uh, My favourite fruit is pineapple. I think we're going to workshop that. It's just one thing that I have going for me and you know what, I'm going to stick with it because people kind of forget about the pineapple. You've never had pineapple in the house. It's because Australia doesn't do it right. (laughs) So my favourite fruit is pineapple. I'm not a musician but I did play piano for year 12 HSC. 
um, I got mad anxiety for it and I've never touched it again. <laughs> so we live together. We've lived together now for about a year and it was a bit of a risk when we decided Very to move in together. risky. Every person we told that we were going to live together has been like, that is the worst idea ever. I remember being like one of our colleagues in the kitchen coming up to me and being like, are you sure this is the right Who? I'm not, name I'm, I'm name never, and shame. I'll never expose them. But like at the start, we weren't best friends like we are now. So mm. we it just felt more of like a... Housemate, colleague situation, but it's like there's no boundaries now. No boundaries. Two months ago, I fell on my bum and I thought I had broke my tailbone and I had to get Lucy to look into my bum crack to see <laughs> if I had any severe bruising, which I did. She did, yeah. It was a cute bruise though. It was like a butterfly. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the show and we're going to start off with our FYI, stuff that we probably should have known, but we just found out. Wait, I have to pay for these? Oh, I don't think that goes in there. We should probably oh, have already we know should this. probably know this. So every week we're going to be bringing you an FYI that will change your life. Well, it probably won't change your life, but it definitely has changed ours. And so this week we're talking about our third housemate, the air fryer. The air fryer. <laughs> so in case you don't know, an air fryer is the best thing that has ever existed. I mean, what is it? It's a little machine. Is it a machine? An, an appliance. An appliance. That's the adult word for it. Yeah. It's an appliance that basically works as an oven on speed. That's a really good description. Thank you. So I guess it's like a little tray inside this big black Spaceship. Box. Spaceship. It's a and bit of an eyesore in your kitchen, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's hideous. But it circulates hot air around that little tray inside. It makes everything really crispy. Yeah. So no oil. So it's healthy to an extent. Goals. Depends how much you fry stuff. <laughs> And it also takes basically 20 minutes. But how did we get it? Okay. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Yeah, I know. So like... this is probably peak COVID where I went back to my parents because I missed them and I didn't know what they looked like. I kind of forgot. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to stay with you guys for a bit. I go into my kitchen. Things have changed. I'm like, Dad, what's that? He's like, it's an air fryer. You need one. And I was like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. You can't survive on Uber Eats three times a day for <laughs> five months. Like we're still alive. We've been doing it this, this far. But... It's worked. It's worked so far. We're still alive. Um, so he gifted us an air fryer and then I bought it home and Lucy was like, what's that? And I was like, we're never cooking again because we have this. Okay, so to clarify, we didn't cook in the first place though. So we have this oven in our <laughs> kitchen um, and when we moved in, I was like, they've given us a dodgy apartment. This oven doesn't work. And we spent, I reckon, three weeks trying to turn the oven on. I was Googling the like the handbook on it and all that kind of stuff. We contacted our real yeah. estate and our real estate was like... Okay, we'll send an electrician out to have a look at it. Yeah, so he came. Lucy wasn't there, so I'm super embarrassed about this. <laughs> he turns the oven on and said, your oven's working perfectly. <laughs> I don't need to be here. And then he left. And then once he left, I turned the oven on and it didn't work. In our defense, it's like an old oven and we're Gen Z. We're Gen Z. We don't need ovens. We have mm. air fryers. Well, now we have the air fryer. So we've made an entire roast chicken. Great. It was crispy. Didn't taste too great. But you know what? We did it. It's a meal. It's protein. It's a meal. <laughs> We made a cheesecake. Okay, we fried a piece of already made cheesecake. But I feel like <laughs> if we tried, we could make it from scratch. Why did you tell them that? <laughs> it's all about honesty here, right? Okay. And then basically anything from the frozen food section, really good. Literally go to your frozen food aisle, pick out anything you want, <laughs> give it a gamble. Choose your own adventure. There's hash browns, there's like gyoza, literally anything frozen. Anything. And then a bit of a rogue one, I put a marshmallow in there once and then it, all the air got inside it. And it, it looked blew up. tragic. <laughs> it blew up to the size of the air fryer. Basically, very versatile appliance. So FYI, if you can't cook, trust me, you need to get an air fryer. So coming up, I'm going to share the worst sexting story you'll ever hear. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about why I might think it's a terrible idea to be in a long-term relationship in your early 20s. But first, a message from our sponsors. 
So we need to talk about the all-new Toyota Yaris Cross, the perfect car crossover of a compact city hatchback and a high-riding SUV. So I drove the Yaris Cross with Em as my passenger and it was pretty fancy. It was luxe. I felt like I was in a limo, like a small fancy limo. Very, very chic. Um, it was the cutest colour. It was like a baby blue, like a light blue. And I just want our neighbours to be super jealous of seeing it in front of our house. Flex on them. Flex on them. But it's not just the colour that we love so much about the Toyota Yaris Cross. The latest hybrid technology charges as you drive. So it can help you stop less and spend less while out on the road on our adventures. So speaking of adventures, we took our Toyota Yaris Cross to the beach and we were just jamming the whole way. Like we connected our phone to the Apple CarPlay. It was so easy to navigate. Um, We just had such a great time. And also I hate using car technology because I don't know what I'm doing and this just made it so much easier. It's also an all-wheel drive, so it helps with safety and stability on the road, either running about in the city or out on our weekend adventures. And you know me, Luce, I hate driving in the city. She does. I, it freaks me out, but I just felt so safe. And also because you were driving. It's got five seats, so you can have all your friends, and it's got clever functional features, and it really is the best of both worlds. If we had other friends, we'd bring them with us. We don't. Toyota Yaris Cross. Small now has it all. Find out more at toyota.com.au forward slash Yaris dash cross. Okay, so we're not just a show about air fryers, sadly, but we're also a show that discusses the big issues. And so the big issue for us today is, should you be in a long-term relationship in your early 20s? On paper, I don't think that people should be in long-term relationships for the entirety of their 20s. It seems to be a good period for growing and figuring out what the fuck you're doing with your life. But I also have been in a long-term relationship for the majority of my 20s. So I'm a huge hypocrite. Uh, Definitely not. You've got the rest of your life to be in a relationship. Everyone is so obsessed with should we be doing certain things at certain times? But really, the answer is different for everyone. Because ultimately, if you found the right person in your early 20s, what is the point in discarding them or breaking up the relationship so that you can go out and, you know, explore the world when you've found what you're already looking for? So, and when I met you, I had been in a relationship for around six years. I had been dating someone since I was like 18. Like a child. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of open up the conversation around pros and cons of a serious relationship in your 20s <laughs> because I'm kind of on the side now where I think, imagine if I was still dating that person that I was so set that that's what I wanted and I, I thought I had it all figured out. And in that year since I've been out of that relationship I've changed completely my whole world has changed and I'm just like it's a bit scary to be in your 20s and not know who you like I didn't even know that I didn't know who I was so I guess I'm on the side of the con wait this is so unfair what do you mean I'm okay firstly I've never been in a relationship so what the hell am I going to say in this conversation I don't have a pros or cons you don't but do you want a relationship I mean I think I have to get into a relationship before my grandparents die oh my I just have to give them something. Some hope. I can't do it. There are times where I've been, I feel like if I get into a relationship now, it'll just be very weird to me because I wouldn't know what to do. Because I feel like I'm one of the rare people who've never been in a relationship before. So I've never experienced being with someone, seriously. And every guy I've dated has been in at least three. And I'm just like, I don't have the experience and I'm scared. And I feel like I don't know (laughs) what will happen and what what I can do. So when you're dating, are you dating 
with a long-term relationship in mind. Like, of course, you want to be with someone, I guess. That's why you like someone when you date them. Yeah, for sure. But then if I say that, then I'm jinxing it. I can't say that. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you don't want to say it out loud, but you do on a relationship. Yeah, don't say it out loud. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> See, I think that you, because you haven't been in a relationship, you know, I feel like you know who you are. So my thing is in your early 20s, yeah. that is, I mean, even into your late 20s, that is the best time for self-discovery, for figuring yourself out, for dating other people. And don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-relationship. Yeah, I'm just kind of in the camp that's like some relationships are for a season. Like it's for a fun time for mm. now. It doesn't have to be the person you're going to end up with forever, which I feel like in my friend groups that's all starting to become the focus. It's like when's he going to propose? You've been together for a long time. And Interesting. I'm, I'm totally guilty of that. I'd been in such a long relationship that I was asking those questions and now I'm like that is insane to me to be thinking that a year ago that was my plan and my goals and now I'm like, yeah, but your 20s are having fun, I think. Yeah, I feel like everyone says that. Like your 20s are here like to have fun. Even other 20-year-olds, like you said, who are getting married and stuff, they're the ones who say you should have fun in yeah. your 20s. I'm like, that's because you have your life together. Like you're thinking about children. But do they, I don't know if it is because they have their life together because I think that there are so many different paths that your life can take you on. So if I stayed with that person I was with, like maybe I would have been married in a couple of years and. Yeah, you 100% would have been married to that kind of person. Totally. And like I wouldn't have found out what I really like, who I like to date. We wouldn't be living together, wouldn't have a podcast. And it actually scares me (laughs) to think about what direction my life could have taken because of a relationship. Or like how boring your life could have been. It was pretty boring, yeah. I also think about that I think about your relationship quite frequently because (laughs) if I am dating a guy and I think this could be quite serious I don't want to waste six years of my life and then we break up like what's the point I mean I'll I can't answer that for you because that's exactly how I feel but it's not necessarily a waste but I wasn't doing any kind of self-exploration during that time I was just like very comfortable what would you count as self-exploration Exploration. I was just really comfortable. I wasn't saying yes to opportunities. I wasn't really seeing my friends that much. I wasn't really kind of focused on anything other than we're going to get married. We're going. This is our life together. Let's travel together. It was all about him and his world. And I'm not saying that's every relationship, but I don't know if you should plan to be long gaming, looking for that long term relationship in your early twenties. That's true. What is it about a relationship that you want? Well, it's not even about wanting a relationship, but I've done the whole self-exploration thing and I'm done. Like I, I'm done with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with myself. Final form. <laughs> I'm done with myself. I'm ready to take on a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like, yeah, it's a challenge. I feel like everything's a challenge in your life. Every, even like happy things, sad things, everything's a challenge. What do you think you could get from a relationship that you can't get like on your own? Well, family approval. <laughs> That's a big one for me. But why? Like what is it about having a boyfriend that makes your value kind of step it up in the family? I think because I really respect my grandparents a lot and what does really suck is that they're still in that mentality that your goals only matter if like you're with someone and that you've reached like ultimate peak life if you're like planning to get married and stuff like that. So there is something about that where I'm not – obviously taking it seriously, but I would like to show them that I'm trying. Mm. But it's like, you can't. Like, I'm not going to go to my grandparents' house and show them all my hinge matches (laughs) and go, I'm going on dates with all these guys in the next week, which I am doing, by the way. 
producer Liza is making us go on more dates. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, trying. you've been rallying, honestly. I've been rallying so hard. <laughs> there was like no dose on the bench this morning. I was like, okay, she is like caffeinated. She's ready to go. Ready to go. Um, <laughs> not working out. <laughs> but interestingly, do you think that you... What's the word for it? Would you self-sabotage a relationship if you were starting to like someone? Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you want a relationship but you don't want to admit you want a relationship and you're scared of being hurt by a relationship. Yeah, and hurt is a big, big factor for me. Um, I was, which is a whole other story, but I was in a relationship when I was 16 and that was like an on and off again thing when I was 17 to 19 and that really emotionally screwed me up mm. um which is a whole other story it's gonna get pretty <laughs> trauma. dark trauma <laughs> okay so you just said you're in a relationship but no it doesn't it doesn't count okay <laughs> we don't count anything under the age of 20 I kind of agree with that I had a high school boyfriend in I'm doing um okay great we get it you've been in lots of relationships no I don't count it that's um, that's what I'm saying that's my point I don't really count it because you're not really boyfriend and girlfriend are you no you're not and you're also so young but I do think about my friends who have been in long-term relationships similar to you Luce who from like 18 dated the same guy till they were like 24 and just looking at myself I've changed so much since I was 18 and I know certainly that whoever I dated when I was 18 I would never date right now exactly like I even now with years probably like a year in between the breakup and now I think, you know, we talk about it all the time. I think about dating him and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would never now because it's just not the person that 24-year-old Lucy would fall in love with, but it was for 18-year-old Lucy. And I just think that, I don't know, your 20s, you, it, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I, I, as I said, I'm not anti-relationships. I think you can have a lot of fun. I think you can travel. I think that it's great to kind of share those, like, forming experiences with someone, but I'm just not, I'm just not here for the long game right now. Yeah, but I feel like you can't say that because you've already had the long game. <laughs> it's not all it's so you don't, up so to you don't have authority to say that. <laughs> I just went on the weirdest date with a guy who's a friend of a friend and halfway through he started crying about his dead dog and I just froze in awkwardness and didn't know what to do. They just didn't show up. So I just sat there by myself. I opened the door and the, the room is pitch black. <laughs> There is there is no one there but him and he's in bed. So this is Dating Diary. Every week we're going to take you through either one of our dates, which is very exposing and fun, or we'll be talking to someone about a date that they've been on. But today it's you. It's my turn. Oh, I was so close to not talking about this because I feel like I'm going to jinx myself. Okay. And I already have the worst luck in dating. So I know just talking about this, it's not going to go. Neither of us are killing it on Neither the dating. No, 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 it's no. really sad. <laughs> so I've been seeing this guy <laughs> who's a great guy. We get on so, so well. Like I haven't found this kind of connection with a person in a very, very long time. Okay, so what's the catch? So I was stalking his Instagram. Of course. And about like probably like a year ago, that's how deep I'm in. Mm -hmm. But men don't post as much as women. So it's like five photos in and I'm already to 2018. It's them holding a fish somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. holding a fish like with their rugby. Like I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I found this photo of him with his ex-girlfriend because I kept stalking. And I figured out it was his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Which is fine. I feel like it's a very mature thing to keep photos of your ex on your Instagram. I I, I'm I, very mature. <laughs> Lucy doesn't do that. <laughs> but he does and that's fine. She looks exactly like me. In every way? In every way. She's Indian. 
Same features, same hair, same style. Okay. And now I'm questioning whether he has a fetish or not. What? A fetish? A fetish. <laughs> Can you? Ex- I need some more no, detail. I am triggered because this has <laughs> happened before. So what happened? Okay, so this was a few years back. I was dating this guy when I was younger for about two months. That's a pretty long time. For me, it was eight, it's the longest relationship <laughs> I've ever been in and we weren't even in a relationship. <laughs> okay. And then one night we were exchanging some photos. What kind of photos? The photos, you know what kind of photos. Some carefully curated self-portraits. Some self-portraits. No faces though. Of course not. Body shots only. <laughs> and I look banging. <laughs> Just going to say, I peaked at that age. I look back at those photos and I'm like, that you was never it. send a bad one. Like you, these are your best shots. Yeah, best shots. And he was enjoying them. Oh, I thought he was. And then he asked me to put on a sari. Okay. So, <laughs> so a sari is a traditional garment worn by Indian women. It's a beautiful, beautiful garment. And the thing is, I didn't have one. Why didn't you have one? I don't know. But he was really mad about it. <laughs> he got so angry that he called me a fake Indian. He was like, I thought you said you were Indian. I was like, I am Indian. He's like, I, then why don't you have a sari? And I'm like, I can't tell you why. I was going to clarify because it doesn't, just because you're Indian doesn't mean that you have like a wardrobe full of saris. No, I don't have a wardrobe full of saris. <laughs> now I'm questioning my whole identity while sending nudes. <laughs> What's wrong with my boobs? Why do you, want, why do you want me to cover this? <laughs> Um, okay. So, yeah, that was the whole thing. I immediately blocked that guy because of course. weird. Absolutely. I did not want that. And now with this new guy, I'm just getting triggered. I do not. How do you even bring this up to someone? Do do, do I ask him? Do you have, do you have an Indian <laughs> fetish? <laughs> I guess so. I guess like I think you said you had a great connection. Yeah. So I think maybe this is a little bit of trauma from a past situation that I don't want to put all on this guy, right? I guess not. (laughs) I think you can go on a couple more dates and then maybe do a, so have you been in a relationship in a while? Pretend that you don't know, obviously, because... Yeah, obviously. You know all of his girlfriends from like 2012 onwards. Yeah, he's got a solid three. Yeah, totally. But I think that that's how you approach it. Okay. Okay, but I'm not not great at dating, so I don't know if you would take this advice. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) I mean, I'll try. I'll let you know how I go. Okay. Oh, well, that was our first episode. Yay! As you can tell, we're feeling a little bit undone right now. We need a break. We need a break. <laughs> Next week on the show, we'll be joined by Tally Smythe and she's going to share her most awkward dating experience. I'm so excited to hear it. But can we be honest, nothing's going to compare to the sorry guy. I don't know. We'll find out. Mm, we'll see. If you liked our show, please leave us a five-star rating and write us a little review. You can also slide into our individual DMs on Instagram. Please make me feel better about my sorry story. Yeah, we want to know your dating stories. <laughs> you can find us at Emily Vernon or at Lucy M. Neville. So we would love to hear your feedback about this podcast. If you have any thoughts or feelings, please head to the survey link in our show notes and tell us. You'll go into the draw to win a $100 gift voucher and it will literally take you less than five minutes. I do this for a job, so I know. It's doable. It's totally doable. Totally doable. The Undone is a Mamma Mia podcast produced by Eliza Ratliff and Zoe Ferguson. Have you um, not noticed how cute I look today? You do look cute. I have a date tonight. A date? Yeah, one out of five. What do you mean? I have... Five first dates <laughs> in five consecutive days. Oh my god, the rally. The rally. Yeah, get the no-dose out. This episode of The Undone was brought to you by the all-new Toyota Yaris Cross with everything you need for wherever 2020 is taking you.